This is JCF of the Prophets Fix Football Podcast Show, and this is the promotions part of the show. Happy New Year. Check out my daughter in Atlanta, Georgia, inside the 285 perimeter or outside of the 285 perimeter, the best nail technician in all of the state of Georgia or the entirety of the East Coast, however you want to look at it, or in the world. Nails by Amani. Check out Arigato Joey. He is the one that does music for me from time to time on the show. Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. All right. You can also check me out. I am on Amazon for podcasters or Amazon Audible, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, no longer in existence, so you can't find me there. You can find me on YouTube, and you can also find me everywhere on the World Wide Web, whichever podcast platform you utilize utilize it by listening to my show stay tuned a new episode of the province fix football podcast show coming up right now All right. Good afternoon. Happy Sunday to everyone out there in radio land, in podcast land, in the sports world. This is the Prophets Picks football podcast. Saturday night. Yes. Saturday night football again. Saturday night football results show. And on last night, my prediction in the round of the Elite Eight, the NFL's title for that round is the divisional round. My prediction was San Francisco 45 and the Green Bay Packers 24. And the actual final score of the game, San Francisco 24, Green Bay 21. Now, first of all, Of course, obviously, excuse me, I got the final score wrong, but I never attempt to get the same exact final score. However, if it happens to fall in my favor, of course, I will celebrate it as I did with the Colts and the Panthers final score during the regular season. Now, with all of that being said, I was right. 49ers did in fact win the football game and in all honesty on last night I thought that the San Francisco 49ers were going to give the Green Bay Packers a little bit of what they gave the Dallas Cowboys last Sunday or should I say last yeah last Sunday Uh, however again I was absolutely and totally wrong um Packers, they are further along 
in this process a solid defense a defense that travels and a rushing attack they are a lot closer to this than I realized on last night and um, I'm pretty certain that a lot of other people now realize that the pack is in fact without Aaron Rodgers back However, they gonna, they're going to have to deal with Detroit for the 2024 NFL season. The Green Bay Packers will, in fact, have to, use, uh, have to go against the Minnesota Vikings because their head coach and that crew in the purple, white, and gold, those guys ain't going nowhere. And... The NFC North Division, almost said NFC Central Division, but the NFC North Division, it's going to be extremely provocative and interesting next year. And I'm not going to lie to anyone out there. I am truly looking forward to the 2024 NFL season. I know we are still trying to crown a champion from the best team of 2023 in the next few Sundays of 2024. But I got to be honest with you all. I am really looking forward to what the NFL has to offer, has to offer via the NFC North in the 2023. Five, four, excuse me, NFL season. I'm looking forward to what the NFC North has to offer. Now, with all of that being said, welcome back to the Problems Picks Football Podcast, Saturday Night Football Results Show, round of the Elite Eight, the divisional round. 49ers will host the NFC Championship game a week from today as there are only two NFL games to be played next Sunday. There are two games left to be played today. One game will kick off at 2 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Central, which basically is in the next 20 minutes. And the next game will kick off at 5.30 Eastern, 4.30 Central. So... Hopefully my time zoning is correct. Normally my time zoning is correct, but sometimes the right times aren't posted for NFL games. But as far as I know, game supposed to kick off at 5:30 Eastern. That is the divisional playoff round between Kansas City, the number 3 seed, and the Buffalo Bills, the number 2 seed. These two teams are rivals. It is Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. It is the first time the Chiefs have went on the road in the postseason in a while, if ever. And it is the first time for certain that they played against Buffalo in Buffalo in the postseason. So looking forward to that one. The game that's coming up, it is an old NFC Central divisional matchup between Temple Bay and Detroit. And that game is coming up in the next 20 minutes. Um, And the NFL just continues to be as wild crazy wacky and in control of the sport that is king in this country 
as they want. Because at the end of the day, NFL's got some really weird kickoff times for the divisional round this weekend. I mean, the kickoff times yesterday was weird to me anyways. Kickoff times today, very weird. 5.30 Eastern. Um, But yeah, weird kickoff times. All right. It is approximately 12.42 p.m. Central Standard Time here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Studio forward slash media center in a frigid city of Houston, Texas. It is 40 degrees outside. Wind chill factor makes it feel like as if it's 27, 28. And it is windy outside. Uh, We are close to the Gulf of Mexico, Galveston, is about an hour away from where I am. A little bit less, give or take, how fast you drive. Don't speed. Obey the laws of the land, please. Thank you. It is 1.42 p.m. Eastern. That game between the Detroit Lions and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is about to kick off, which means that I got to hurry up, run my mouth as quickly as possible, and then shut my mouth and settle in, recover, rest to my shoulder, and uh, enjoy this game between two former divisional teams in Detroit and Tampa Bay, the old NFC Central. Listen to that prediction show if you have not listened to it already here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. It is still up and available. All of the podcast shows are up and available, whether they are result shows like this one or prediction shows. For the entirety of this season, if you want to be entertained or if you just need something to listen to while you work on a Sunday, January the 21st, 2024, the Prophets Fix Football podcast is there and available for you to listen to on whichever podcast platform you utilize. It is now 1144 a.m. Mountain. Good morning in the Mountain Time Zone. Welcome back to the Prophets Picks Football Podcast show. Of course, it will not be the same time when you listen that I am giving right now. 10.44 a.m. Pacific. Good morning. 9.44 a.m. Alaskan. Good morning. And 8.44 a.m. Hawaiian Standard Time. Aloha. All of the Hawaiian Islands and the capital of Hawaii, Honolulu, This is your guy, JCF of the Prophets Picks Football Podcast. This is Saturday Night Results Show here on the Prophets Picks Football Podcast. All right. Introductions out of the way. Time zone breakdown out of the way. 16 minutes to the top of the hour. Time to get this Saturday Night Football game out of the way the results of it my perspective of it and speaking of perspective the profits picks perspective was supposed to return uh last week um however i ran into yet another issue with finding an online service to convert my audio which is the podcast shows the verbal audio podcast shows to videos and uploading those videos on my YouTube channel. However, that just gives me a lot of work to do on my podcast show, for my podcast show, 
to grow my podcast show. So I am honestly looking forward to that work that I'm going to have to put in. It's going to keep me busy and it's going to keep me out of trouble. Not, not just that, but of course, I'm almost done with my book. So I got a lot to do and a little time to get it done in. And this shoulder injury right now is really um, helping me to pace myself. But with all of that being said, I don't want to get off track here or off topic. The bottom line is the result shows, the primetime prediction shows from the regular season, from the postseason. You all know me. I like order. All of that is going to go in order on my YouTube channel once I find the proper audio to video conversion subscription service. Once I find that, I'll be good to go. All right. Thus far in the postseason, before yesterday, I was two and four and then 41 and 19 in prime time and then 166 and 109 overall on the year postseason included five and oh on saturday nights guess what ladies and gentlemen i am now six and oh on saturday nights i will end the regular season with the postseason with a perfect record in prime time on saturdays so i'm very excited about that very excited to uh divulge that information however after going two and four in the super duper wild card round last weekend I am 2-0 in a divisional playoff round with two games to go. The worst I can go is 500. Both of the number one seeds played on yesterday. The Ravens beat my second favorite team. My third favorite team is the Atlanta Falcons. They have fallen hard from glory down the totem pole. Falcons were first. Dolphins were second. And then, of course, the Texans after the hiring of the Miko Ryans and then adding icing on the cake, drafting CJ Stroud. Oh, that was it. I was done. I was a Texans fan. That's all it took for me, right? However, Dolphins are now first. I've been watching the Falcons from Florida, been watching the Falcons from here in Texas the last three years, how they conducted themselves. They have dropped to third. I don't care if they hire Bill Belichick. They're still going to be third because they have not turned it around like they needed to do. Look at the Texans. They turned it around in one year. One year. And there's dysfunction in every single NFL organization. <clears throat> However, it is how you manage expectations, manage dysfunction. But I did pick the Ravens to win on last night, yesterday afternoon. My prediction was Baltimore 27, Houston 23. And the actual final was Baltimore 34, Houston only scored 10 points. Now, right now, it's setting up to be yet another Super Bowl rematch, okay? Let me get that out of the way really quickly. Now, I'm going to be honest. My brother David from my church here in Houston at New Destiny Praise and Worship Center David is born and bred in Detroit, Michigan. He's a Detroit Lions fan. He is a Michigan Wolverines fan. This is right now the football season and the year of his life. And I am the one that told him in August of last year, Detroit is a team to look out for. And here we are, January of 2024. What I have predicted thus far up until this point 
it has in fact come to pass and I'm very very excited about that not to toot my own horn or gloat or brag or anything like that but I am very happy for the Detroit Lions fan base the city of Detroit because we all know the NFL sport is king here in this country it brings in revenue for the cities if your team makes it it brings notoriety it brings publications it brings all of that stuff and again Tampa Bay at Detroit kicking off in a few minutes I am so excited round of the Elite Eight nothing is going and I mean nothing is going to ruin this year for me starting off strong as I have I'm not going to tell you all exactly what I've been doing but I've been doing it and I've been doing it consistently and successfully and I thank God for that so um, again 2-0 right now in the division round with two games to go the worst I can do is 500 so I'm really excited about that Right now, my record in the postseason overall is faux and faux. And in prime time, I am 42 and 19. All right. Congratulations to the Houston Texans. They did all they can do, but this is as far as they get. The 49ers will host the 2024 NFC Championship game in a beautiful Levi's Stadium. Santa Clara, California. It rained on and off last night, but the views, the sky cams, the blimp shots, all of that was absolutely gorgeous. Photography is something that I'm going to really be getting into this year as well. Your gifts make room for you. So at the end of the day, really looking forward to this year and I'm looking forward to the remaining portions of this postseason. Um, Baltimore and San Francisco played in a Super Bowl in New Orleans, Louisiana a few years ago. It was Joe Flacco versus uh, Colin Kaepernick. Uh, There was some type of an issue at halftime, and that allowed the 49ers to bounce back, recover, and make the Super Bowl a game. If that electrical issue did not happen at the stadium in New Orleans, that beat-down, run-down, trashy stadium, um, guess what? Baltimore Ravens would have blew the doors off of the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, absolutely totally blew the doors off of them. Period. End of discussion. So, at the end of the day, we all know what happened in that Super Bowl. And right now, we are on the road to having yet another Super Bowl rematch between the Ravens and the 49ers. The AFC Championship game, as number one seeds played on yesterday, the AFC Championship game, for the first time ever, and NFL history and Baltimore Ravens franchise history will be in Baltimore. And I'm telling y'all, Charm City number one is going to be lit next Sunday. Do we think, do you think that Baltimore, a number one seed, San Francisco, a number one seed, do you think that the number one seeds will be playing in a Super Bowl in three weeks. That's my question to you on today. Hit me up, theprophetspicks2019 at gmail.com. I'm going to be honest, right now, after the way the 49ers came back, now, finally, going into the results of the game last night, going into the results of the game last night, And of course, I talked about the Texans and the Ravens because the number one seeds played on yesterday, uh, the second highest remaining seeds playing today 
on the NFC side of things, once again, that is Detroit. They are the number three seed. And then Buffalo is the number two seed. So they are the highest remaining seeds um, in uh, the playoffs that's going to host the game. So the way that the game went on last night, San Francisco didn't play well. They didn't play top tier, top notch NFL football that we know that we have known them to play. Right. Um, They suffered a three game losing streak. And I'm going to be honest. You can't learn something from losing. You can learn from the mistakes that you made while you lost. That's why there is a saying out there that started a few years back. I always win. The reason why that saying started is because even when you lose, you learn something from your losses. Now, if you don't learn something from those losses and you just keep repeating the same mistakes over and over and over again, and you're in a cycle and you're repeating the same thing over and over again, which is crazy, by the way, that's the Merriam-Webster's definition of crazy, just in case anybody was wondering. So long story short, it was looking like for a while the Packers was going to win that football game. And the Packers missed out on a pristine opportunity to be in a position to be on the road again next Sunday in the NFC Championship game to face a former NFC Central divisional opponent in the Buccaneers. That's if the Buccaneers would have won today or to face their current divisional rival and their former NFC Central divisional rival, NFC North rival, Detroit, in Detroit, right? And that's something to think about. Think about that. The Packers were leading in that game on last night. They were leading that game. They were leading that football game 21 to 14. And the third quarter was almost done. And the 49ers were not playing their best football. Packers came in there, woke them up. Jordan Love and company punched them in the mouth, kicked them in the balls. 49ers were on their knees, holding their private part, taking time to recover from getting kicked in the nuts. And it dawned on them. They said to themselves, you know what? These guys ain't going nowhere. These guys aren't afraid by the prestige of the red and the gold of San Francisco Bay, Santa Clara, California. They're not worried. They're not afraid. As a matter of fact, if we don't get our you-know-what together, in this fourth quarter, guess what? We're going to be going home and we're going to be the team that gets bounced in our first postseason game. Just like we went to Green Bay and bounced them in the snow a few years back with Aaron Rodgers and company in their first game. Anybody remember that weekend? That was the weekend the Rams defeated the Buccaneers and Brady. That was the weekend that the 49ers went to Green Bay in the snow and defeated the number one seed. That was the weekend where Joe Burrow was sacked like a thousand times, but the Bengals still found a way to beat the Titans. The Titans were the number one seed that year. Anybody remember that weekend? I do. So the number one seeds play on the Saturday of the divisional playoff round, and it was a three to nothing lead for Green Bay at the end of the first quarter. It was a seven to six lead. As it was 7-3, 49ers outscored the Packers in the second quarter. 7-6 at the end of the first half. And then the second half started, and I just talked about a bit of, about it a little bit. 
14 points to score. No, scratch that. Two-point conversion, making it 21-14. to 14. As the 49ers scored seven points in the third quarter, it was 15-7 to seven at the end of the third. And then a 10 to nothing trouncing in the fourth quarter. 49ers scored 10 points in the fourth quarter, and their defense gave up no points. Now, Jordan Love also threw an interception. And I'll just say it this way. Mistakes were made at the most pristine moments of that game on last night. And the teams that made the mistakes at the right time, the other team capitalized on it. And that's exactly what the San Francisco 49ers did. They capitalized on those mistakes made at the right moment by the right team. It was a total of 10 offensive drives for San Francisco and Green Bay. Green Bay had 10 total drives. They got 62 snaps on those 10 offensive drives for 330 yards, 20 first downs. Those 20 first downs helped them to score those 21 points, 10 of those 20 first downs through the air. And then once again, 330 total yards, one penalty for only five yards for the Packers. Clean game. I was for certain that the Packers were NFC Championship game bound. And they were going to be the first team on the road through the entirety of the postseason to get it to the Super Bowl for the first time in a long time. Honestly, if I'm not mistaken, since the uh, New York football Giants, they started their run in here in, in Texas, in Dallas. It was the first year of the Cowboys Stadium. And then the Giants went. I don't remember where they went after that, but I do remember that NFC Championship game was played in uh, Green Bay. It was below freezing that night in the NFC Championship game. And then I remember uh, the Giants weren't expected to beat the Patriots in that Super Bowl, and they beat the Patriots in that Super Bowl both times, Eli Manning. So Patriots fans take that. But anyway, two turnovers for the Packers on last night. Jordan Love threw two interceptions at the most inopportune times and it was a total of 30 minutes and 19 seconds time of possession san francisco 49ers as i foreseeded a few moments ago 10 offensive drives however 64 offensive snaps for a total of 356 total yards 19 first downs those 10 drives and 64 offensive snaps helped the 49ers score the 24 points that they needed to host the nfc championship game and the 49ers uh, they had 12 first downs through the air out of a total of 19 first downs. I forgot to give you all third down efficiency for both teams. San Francisco only had six three and outs. They went 10 of 16 on third down. Packers, 7 of 13. Uh, Packers are going to be back. 49ers improved to 13 and 5. And this is crazy when you hear this win-loss record for a team that made it to the round of the Elite Eight. Green Bay Packers end their season with the record of 9-9. Nine 9-9. and nine. Nine and nine Because they won against the Dallas Cowboys last Sunday. You're talking about a football team. Beg your pardon, not 9-9. 10-9, excuse me. You're talking about a football team that ended up in the postseason one game over 500 
they improved their record in the postseason because they were playing in the postseason. You don't stay at a 9-8 and eight record. You continue to improve. It's just that the win-loss totals aren't tallied. Um, however, when you're dealing with the NFL the way that I do, the, win, the wins and the losses are tallied. So, again, Packers in the, their season, their postseason and their regular season, with a total of 10 wins and 9 losses. Still, one game under 500. You're talking about a team that would have been, if they won last night, two games over 500. Well, actually three games over 500 with the record of 11 and 8. And then if they won the conference championship game, they would have been four games over 500 with the record of 12 and 8. I mean... How crazy is that? Now, mind you, their record would have been showing as nine and eight. That would have been even crazier. I would have preferred to have had the postseason wins, the three postseason wins up there if the Packers had made it to the Super Bowl. Because you look at the win-loss record, as many of us Americans do with this thing called competition, and we say, well, man, that team record is better than the other team. I'm going to go with the team that has got the winning record. You never go with the team that has a winning record, my friend. You watch the games. You see how the team played the week before. You look at the matchups. And I don't got time to go into all of that. But yeah, because Detroit Lions and the 49ers, uh, big part, Detroit Lions and Green Bay, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, they have already kicked off, if I'm not mistaken. And if they haven't kicked off, they're about to kick off. So time for me to end this show. Not only that, I'm hungry, fasted, and prayed today. So, uh, Brock Purdy played pretty 23 for 39, 252 through the air. 6.5 was the average per a touchdown pass. No interceptions thrown. Overall quarterback rating of 86.7. He was sacked once for a loss of seven yards. And that's another thing. And I'll get into this in a moment. Jordan Love, 21 for 34, 194 yards passing. 5.7 was the average per two touchdown passes, two interceptions thrown. Quarterback rating of 72.4. Jordan Love was not sacked. However, he threw those two interceptions. Aaron Jones got that 100 yards last night, 18 for 108. No rushing touchdowns. The Packers as a team got 136 yards rushing. Christian McCaffrey, 17 for 98, two rushing touchdowns. He should have went over 100 yards last night. Uh, 49ers, 111 yards rushing on last night. Packers still ran the football better and more than the 49ers. But again, capitalizing on people's mistakes. That's what you got to do in the NFL. Bo Melton, no-name wide receiver for the Packers, touchdown reception. Tucker Kraft, rookie tight end, touchdown reception for the Green Bay Packers last night. Romeo Dobbs in his second year, 4 for 83. Jaden Reed in his first year, 4 for 35. The Packers are back. They're back. 9-8 and eight in the round of the Elite Eight. Just wow. You got to give them their credit. And I said this last week during the results shows. Tampa Bay is a team that needs to get the most credit out of any team that was in the postseason. And I meant that. George Kittle, 4 for 81. Love saying his last name. Touchdown reception as well. Uh, Jordan Love fumbled on last night. So did Keyshawn Nixon, the defensive back, cornerback, the special teams returner. Aaron Jones recovered a fumble. Linebacker Eric Wilson 
for the Packers recovered a fumble as well. Only turnovers were the interceptions that was thrown by Jordan Love. Quay Walker, nine total tackles, five solo. He left the game last night due to an injury, but he did return. Also got a tackle for a loss. Thank God this young man is finally growing up. Dre Greenlaw. Dre Day making big plays all day. He got an interception on last night himself. He got two to be specific. Eight total tackles, six solo, a tackle for a loss, and two passes defended. And before I end the show, this is the point I wanted to make. This is what I wanted to talk about. And this, and that is this. I knew I was going to mess that up. The teams that was in the postseason. Joe Flacco was the one starting quarterback that was in the league besides Matthew Stafford for double-digit years. I just thought I would point that out. Anybody that's still thinking that we're not in a new generation of NFL quarterbacks, that we're not in that next generation, I mean, obviously we are. We got Allen versus Mahomes later today again. And for years, and you heard me talk about this on last week on the results show. For years, it was, oh, Mahomes and Allen, that's going to be the next Manning and Brady. It's no longer the next Manning and Brady. This is Allen and Mahomes. Manning has been done for years. Okay, Brady's been done for one year now. It's no more, this is the next. No, that's it. This is Allen and Mahomes. They have earned the right to be in the spotlight for their quarterback rivalry. And that's what we have right now. But the point that I wanted to make, when you exclude Joe Flacco and when you exclude Matthew Stafford, the next tier of quarterbacks that have been in the league about six to eight years. Jared Goff of the Detroit Lions. Baker Mayfield of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys. Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens. And then after that, all of the quarterbacks have been in the league four years or less. Jordan Love, who's now out. Um, Mason Rudolph was a backup last weekend for years, but I mean, he's not really a, ma- a major main starter. Tua Tungvaloa has not been in the league for five years or longer yet. Uh, Jalen Hurts has not been in the league for five years or longer yet. Um, who else is on this list? Brock Purdy, more specifically, um, because he will be hosting the NFC Championship game next Sunday. And I think that covers everybody. I'm trying to make sure I cover everybody before I get to the obvious answer, which is the rookie for my Houston Texans, my guy, C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud was literally the only rookie quarterback in the entirety of this postseason. However, you had a plethora of different quarterbacks, different playing styles, different roads to success, different roads to the NFL, different roads 
and routes that they had to take as a starting quarterback in the NFL. And Brock Purdy, he's one of those quarterbacks with one of the most unique roads. But with all of that being said, C.J. Stroud was the rookie. He went up against a seven-year, eight-year veteran in Lamar Jackson yesterday. And the question is, if it is San Francisco and Baltimore in the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, Nevada, in three Sundays from today, if it is, in fact, Baltimore and San Francisco, are we going to get that Monday night football game? where the Ravens just absolutely dominated. And I'm going to bring this up again. When they played in the Super Bowl in New Orleans a few years ago, they being the 49ers and the Ravens, if it was not for that electrical lighting power source issue, Ravens would have ran, mopped the field with the 49ers. Just mopped the field with them. So, that's what we got down the gun barrel. That's what we're looking at. We're looking at that all over again. That being what we saw on Monday Night Football. Now, are the 49ers going to be prepared? Yeah, they're going to be prepared. However, postseason is not over yet. Who's to say it's not going to be Detroit in the Super Bowl versus the Chiefs or Detroit? versus the Baltimore Ravens or Detroit versus the Buffalo Bills. Wouldn't that be a story? Who's to say it's not going to be San Francisco versus Kansas City again? There is another Super Bowl rematch, a more recent Super Bowl rematch in this 2020 decade, right? Who's to say it's not going to be San Francisco and Buffalo? That is a Super Bowl matchup that we've never had. There are only three AFC teams remaining, and there can be only one for San Francisco to go against. Now, again, San Francisco has to win the conference championship game. Who's to say it won't be Tampa Bay in Kansas City? We've had that Super Bowl. We've got multiple Super Bowl rematches looming right now. Who's to say it won't be Tampa Bay and Buffalo in the Super Bowl? We've never had that Super Bowl matchup. Who's to say it won't be Tampa Bay and Baltimore? There was a time where everybody thought that Tony Dungy and Brian Billick was going to go against each other in the Super Bowl years ago. That will be a very interesting one. I'll give you a few more and then I'll end the show. Who's to say it's not going to be uh, Baltimore? I beg your pardon. Uh, who's to say it's not going to be? Well, I think I've done all the combinations already, so I'll just shut up and end the show. But yeah, I mean, we have some interesting paradoxes here when it comes to Super Bowl rematches and I wish there was a way I could generate a poll and put it up on my uh, my ex formerly known as Twitter feed but big, with the teams that are remaining what is a Super Bowl rematch if there's going to be a Super Bowl rematch do you want to see? I'm going to be honest. I really don't want to see San Francisco and Baltimore. I really don't. If one of those teams is going to be in the Super Bowl, I'd rather it be one of the one of the other. I don't want to see both of those teams. Just like a few years ago when God granted my request, I did not want to see San Francisco and Cincinnati 
in a third Super Bowl rematch in both of those franchises history and in the NFL Super Bowl history. I did not want to see that. Thank you, God. That did not happen. Nothing against Baltimore. Nothing against San Francisco. I just don't. I don't like seeing recent rematches. I don't like seeing them done within the last 10, 15 years. Right. Now, I'm going to be honest. Although I don't like seeing that, if there was one that was going to happen and I had to absolutely see it, I would love to see Baker Mayfield go up against uh, Patrick Mahomes. I would love to see Baker Mayfield go up against Lamar Jackson. I would also love to see if there is going to be a Super rematch, San Francisco and Kansas City. I would love to see that, right? But I'm going to be honest with you all. Right now, it's looking like Baltimore is going to be on the AFC side of things. And it's looking like San Francisco is going to be on the other side of things. So just prepare yourselves for it right now. It's going to be the purple, bronze, and black going up against the gold and red of San Francisco. Just get yourselves ready for it right now. But I'm praying for an early Christmas miracle. Actually, my birthday comes before Christmas. My birthday is in March. So I'm praying for a March miracle, right? I'm praying that God allows Detroit to upset San Francisco next Sunday. And if they don't freaking upset them, then Jesus Christ, let it be Tampa Bay. Somebody, please upset San Francisco in the NFC Championship game. It's not going to be easy. And the Packers almost did it last night. Just watch the game film of what the Packers did against the 49ers. Watch the game film of what the Ravens did against the 49ers on Monday night. That's all you got to do. Brock Purdy is not Colin Kaepernick. Brock Purdy is not Stephen Young. Brock Purdy is not Joe Montana. There is a paradox. There is a universe, a multiverse, an alternate world in which the 49ers get their nads kicked in again. And they go down, they go down hard in the conference championship game, hosting it at home. So with that being said, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy the rest of the round of the Elite Eight. Enjoy the rest of the division around in the NFL. Detroit and Tampa Bay playing right now. That is an old, again, NFC Central rematch. And it's the highest of heights right now. It's in the postseason for all the marbles. It's the red, pewter red, off-colored bronze and white of Tampa Bay going up against the Honolulu blue, silver and white of the Detroit Lions. And that game is going to start um, in a few minutes. I told you the NFL does what it wants to do. This thing says 2 o'clock. So it's probably going to be 2 o'clock Central and 3 o'clock Eastern. That's what I'm starting to think right now. Because I don't see any alerts whatsoever for this game um, starting right now. So I think I was right the first time around when I talked about it last week where the NFL um, on this website that I'm using, it gives me the my time zone kickoff start for a game. And I'm in the central and it's saying two o'clock. So that means it's going to be three o'clock Eastern. So. All right, that means I got time. Hope you enjoyed the results show. Hope everybody stay safe out there. Stay warm. It is still a freeze going on across the country. And uh, my prediction was 45-24. Excuse me. 49ers over 
the uh, the uh, San Francisco for uh, the Green Bay Packers, and the actual final score was in fact 24-21. 49ers survived the Green Bay Packers on last night. Everybody stay safe out there. Get well very soon. Debo Samuel won. <laughs>